A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Andrew McKenna from TalkSport. We're out in Sri Lanka covering the England Cricket Tour. As well as exclusive live ball-by-ball coverage of the Test Series, TalkSport are also giving you a podcast. It's published daily, it's called Following On, and covers all the news and views around the tour. It's full of player interviews, reaction and analysis from TalkSport's team of experts, including Darren Goff, Jared Kimber and Matt Pryor. Oh yeah, and also some of me. We'll be rounding up each day of action from the test matches, plus the news from all the other days on tour. You can subscribe now by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favourite podcast app. Search for the Following On Cricket Podcast, subscribe now, and never miss a show. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Eddie Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Now, International Week, when you're into the, the, the basically the pit, the very pits of International Week. Yeah. Actually, it's going to be worse next week. But some of the hard-hitting uh, football stories are a bit thin on the ground. Mm. So we... we we diversify, don't we? Yeah. We we uh, we did chess today, but it was actually a very interesting chat. I defy you not to go and watch a bit of chess online tonight after this conversation. I agree. I know you're not going to, but uh, anyway, it was interesting stuff, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. And uh, Malcolm Payne. Malcolm Payne. That's yeah, right. Yeah. We had we had a bit of a chat. We talked about. Uh, well, you 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 did a shout out like a great oh, yeah, DJ a shout- oh, to an old school friend. Yes, that was good. Wasn't it? I don't normally shout do out to my ex, you and Little Mix. Oh yeah, there was a T Twenty <laughs> birthday spread that'll be in there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, some. Can't wait. Yeah. You drew pictures of Olive from on the buses all over your notes, I but sadly, pic- I draw pictures every day. That's more a visual thing. And uh, there was news of a kidnapping, uh, which was a bit troubling. But anyway, here it all is. <laughs> We know, we take it as read that on a football night you watch football. Yeah. And you find football to watch, just as you did watching well, Hampton and Richmond. Bits, you know, helps. So, what? There was no football last night. No football. Well, last you, could have, you could have listened. You should have listened, really, to Tottenham under 21s, uh, Portsmouth under 21s, but I take it you didn't. I didn't, did you? Um, no, I kept in touch with the score, though, <laughs> sadly. It's funny how you do it. How do they get on? Um, I didn't know what the final score was. I think they were losing 2 1. So, um, uh, okay. I don't know what happened in the end. 
Uh, it was I, live on TalkSport 2, though. I finished watching that marvellous documentary that you told me about on Monday. That was they Shall Not Grow Old, yes, fantastic. The brilliant. Peter Jackson documentary. Oh, brilliant. And then, uh, oh, of course, we watched Neighbours. Uh, <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course yeah. we watched Neighbours. And then, honestly, it wasn't great really last night. Dick Strawbridge escaped the chateau. <laughs> really? I like that programme. Yeah. But it's uh, there's no sport in it whatsoever. That's a good tash, isn't it? Oh, That's a Movember and half, isn't it? <laughs> it's fantastic. It's, Talking it, of that, yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, a couple of uh, hours drinking before the tennis. Ridiculous. Have you seen this? Yes. They popped into Scott's in Mayfair, the old uh, very nice restaurant, of yeah. course, and bought 27 grand's worth of booze. Um, they, they knocked back an £18,000 bottle of uh, Richebourg Grand Cru, <laughs> but they didn't even finish their 82 what? Petrus. Oh, oh, that's disgusting, really, to but, leave I mean, Petrus. that would be top-draw mind-sweeping, wouldn't it? <laughs> if you've been sitting there watching them have a drink, and uh, or you're even one of the staff, and you go there to clear up, and uh, well, they've left half a bottle, and you, you're going to put the cork in that and stick it in your old all, aren't you? Expensive. Four and a half grand's worth of booze to take home. It's just so ridiculous. It makes no sense, expensive wine. Because, I mean, they describe it. <laughs> they don't. The sun, they say, it's spicy, but with a velvety texture. Yeah. There's a herbaceousness and cedary spiciness that mem- mesmerises the taste buds mm. in much the way Ronaldo dazzles defenders. But the thing is, it's... It's wine. It's yeah. just wine. I don't know how good it is. It can't be worth 27 grand. Have you ever... I've never drunk very, very expensive. I mean, not I've, that I know no, of. I've got a friend who yeah. you know, actually. It's a mutual friend who yeah. has a friend who's uh, an expert in wine. When they go there for dinner, he serves these very, very expensive, like 500-pound bottles. And I said to him, is there any difference? And he said, well, there is. Said, you, can you, tell, you can tell. You can tell. Uh, but I doubt was, if I've ever tried anything above about... I mean, I didn't pay for I it think either. Probably about... 100 quid would uh, be my top. I, I, I can't think in what circles Christmas. I would have drunk... I would have drunk 100 quid wine. No, really. Christmas. I, one year I remember buying right. one. But, you know... You, Talk sport listeners, nice. can you match that? And in what circumstances did you find yourself at the... Uh, at the top table when it came to wine. Let us know this afternoon. Did it make a difference? Because obviously Cristiano uh, thinks it down. He left half Petrus of it. Petrus check. Left, yeah, <laughs> left half of it. He could have paid his wages, really, with a bottle of that. It's, it's amazing. But I've got one here from my from page... Oh, it's on page two. Oh, OK. Rare, I thought it was somebody, a girl called Paige. You know, <laughs> no, no, from. Because it's International Week, I, I tend to delve into page two and yeah, three. Yeah, if we get to page three, we are in the madhouse <laughs> of Andy's <laughs> Nobby. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. A rare Burgundy sells for £424,000. But where's the value I've written? <laughs> i tell you what I wrote, it's where's the value? It's not a bet on an outsider. Why are you writing, where's the value? <laughs> because as soon as you open it, it's worth nothing. That's the problem with this wine. It's worth yeah. something until you open it. Once you've opened this, you, you've either got to drink it or... I don't sense that we're coming across like any great experts on wine <laughs> in the last five minutes. No. I am, the, the alternative coin toss we were alluding to earlier on, you've probably seen there was a, a referee in a women's game didn't have a coin. Mm. And uh, just had to basically the paper, scissors, stone. Um, a good job. David Seaman the wasn't is, the skipper in England. Do you think if it had been a men's game, yeah. he wouldn't have been in trouble for it? Do you think the fact that it was a women's game and then they felt slighted no. that he didn't no, bring the I, coin I think, or something? No, I think something. he probably would have got in trouble. Whoever, really? Whoever's game it was, really. It's not ideal, is it? I mean, he's supposed to, that's part of your kit. They show that thing, don't they? The referee's kit. Yeah. One thing you remember no, as a referee. It's, it's inexcusable. It's, no point it's a bit like it. Kenny Ball turning up for a gig without his trumpet. It well, would never it. happen, would it? It would never happen. <laughs> well, <there you> so <laughs> this is our last show then. Well, is apparently, on that basis? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Good. So, um, so but, but if, I mean, maybe we should go down that route as well. I always enjoy those. It's the one, if you're a referee, what's the first thing you do when you go out on well, the pitch as whistle. a referee? Well, we know you've got to have your whistle. That's number one. Whistle, number two, notebook, cards. Okay, would you put that, would you put the notebook and cards ahead of 
uh, coin. Yes. You would? Yeah. Okay. Don't you think the coin you'll only use once. The coin you'll only use once. That's a bit like saying, uh, I'm um, wired up, I only need gun and bullets. Oh, you need both, mate. You need the gun (laughs) and the bullets. No, you need 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 the coin. You do need the coin, but if you're going priorities, coin would be lost. Well, clearly not, because you'd end up doing paper, scissors, stone. And, um... But you, couldn't ref- you can referee a match by doing paper, scissors, stone yeah. of a way of deciding who kicks which way. Well, you can't, but you couldn't, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't referee a match without a whistle. Would be my people have. Message. I mean, they've, they've, people have forgot their whistle and they've just whistled the game, haven't they? <laughs> I'm sure there's been games when the referee's not had a whistle and he's just shouted, Stop! I mean, you could <laughs> yeah. do it. You could get through that whistle. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, well, that leads us down all sorts of routes. Has a referee ever forgotten his whistle? Um, Basics. People forgetting the very basics of their trade. Plumber turns up without his rods. Um, Just have a few of those as well. And um, Steve says, um, funny you should talk about alternative uh, coin tosses. I played Paul at the weekend and neither of us had a coin. So I spun my mobile into the air and my mate called either front or back. Did the trick. Yeah, and now he needs a new screen. (laughs) Tremendous. Smashed your mobile, Steve. No, but in in tennis, you used to spin your racket, didn't you? That was always very common. That's right, yeah, yeah. They don't do that now anymore. They rough or smooth. That'd be the way to do it. smooth would be good. So if you've had an alternative along those lines, we'd love to hear from you. 8717223344, talksport.com, text 81089. Blimey, we've set you to work more than I ever thought in this last five minutes. The really expensive wines you had to go out and did it and in what circumstances and was it really good? Did you really notice the difference from your six pound bottle of plonk from uh, your supermarket? And it's a limited call subject, yeah. there, isn't it? Yes, I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, I, well, I, Andy, we'll never know. You, you can sit there and poo poo all you like. Anyway, I want to talk about Muffin Man, oh, Steve yeah. Hine. Mm. Uh, he was beaten by Gary Anderson in the yeah. Grand Slam of darts. Uh, he hit the hockey wearing a chef's hat and handing out muffins to the crowd. Nice he, got, touch, he lost yeah. five one. He think, why don't you give up darts and just take up Bake Off? <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. And so, somebody who knows less about crisps than we know about wine yeah. was this bloke who wrote to the te- <clears throat> uh, wrote to the star and yeah. said. I used to love Gary Lineker's cheese and onion crisps. Yeah. But the flavour's gone. What do you mean Gary Lineker? Like, he makes them. These people are amazing. He's got his own factory. (laughs) Yeah, I've left left Walkers. I'm joined Lineker's. Ridiculous. Well, um, I once played in a game where the referee carried around a big school bell, which he used in place of a whistle. Really? (laughs) Says Joe in Congleton. (laughs) Is that true, Joe? (laughs) How tempting would it have been to start humming the theme to please, sir, after every decision? (laughs) 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 One for the teenagers. Mm. Um, So, coming up this afternoon, Dave Kidd from uh, The Sun um, was at one time a fanzine writer. There's only one F in Fulham, which I think is marking a... An anniversary at the moment. It's one of the most famous, isn't it? It, it is. Uh, one of the original and best fanzines. I was yeah. thinking of producer Tom was telling me that Fulham are 500 to 1 for the league on the news. 5,000 to 1. 5,000 to 1. Yeah. Sorry, 5,000 to 1. Exactly. I, don't, I, I think he may have been having you on because I think the bookies caught a cold last time and I don't think anybody will ever be 5,000 to 1 again. again. But if anybody can overcome be those you can't. We all wrote off Ranieri when he went to Leicester. Yeah. And we all know, know what happened, so you can't write him off. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Now, we rarely get the opportunity. We do occasionally over the years, and we have occasionally over the years, turn to the world of 
uh, chess. Yes. Because you have some mm. weird and wonderful stories. It's a bit of infighting goes on. It's mm. quite an interesting world. In some papers treat it as sport. It features on the sports pages, and others yeah. don't. So it's a, I mean, some say it's a pastime, but I think it's a competitive. Well, the fact that one of the competitors in the World Chess Championship um, took on uh, England and Liverpool's Trent Alexander-Arnold in a game recently mm. uh, allows us to talk about it. Magnus Carlsen, who's the kind of uh, the star, really, of chess at the moment, he's in the final. With uh, Fabiano uh, Caruana of the United States, and it's taking place in a glass box in London. Yeah. Let's find out why from uh, Malcolm Payne, the Daily Telegraph chess correspondent. Hi, Malcolm. Good afternoon. So, why is it in the glass box? It's mainly to prevent cheating. Mm. So, we're always very, very scared now that computers are so much better than human players. Mm. You can get a kind of, um, I guess, who wants to be a millionaire scenario that you know these guys are so good that. All you have to do is not tell them the move that wins. You just have to tell them there's something good there. If someone was to cough in the audience in a funny way, right. well, this might give them a clue. So there's this, uh, they're on stage in what is an old theatre. It's the old Cochrane Theatre in the West End. And there's a glass screen in front of the players, between the players and the audience. The audience can see in, the players can't see out, and you can't hear anything. Wow. wow. It's been quite tight so far. Is it, have they finished the third game? They've been, they've had a Fourth couple, game. Fourth game. They've had a couple of draws. Was it, it was three draws? 34-move so. draw wow. game four. Yeah, they, it, 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 the first game was, was very, very sharp and interesting. And I think uh, the challenger, Caruana, was really nervous. He didn't play very well. He was completely lost several times. But Magnus, uh, Magnus Carlsen missed his chances and didn't win the game. And then the other three games have been fairly quiet draws. But it's kind of advantage Caruana in a way in that he's kind of stabilised after being in a real mess in the first game. He's now in the match. He's drawn four games. And also, you know, a lot of the battle takes place off the board with all the preparation. You're trying to guess what the other guy's going to do so that you can ask your computer to analyse it and be ready for him. And Caruana has, if you like, done a little bit better in the opening so far. So Magnus might be... It was, he, looked, he looked really frustrated, actually, after, after yesterday's game when he had the white pieces, which is like serving in tennis. You know, you've got the initiative in, in the game. Mm. And he got absolutely nothing. And he was, he was, he was pretty fed up afterwards. They're, are they quite different personalities, the two of them? Because so Carlson seems to have been doing a bit of showbiz stuff. He's a bit more sort of breakout, isn't he? He's, he puts himself yeah. about a bit on the showbiz circuit. That, that's exactly right. I mean, Carlton's the one who, who's always been seen with celebrities. You know, you see him on the on the front row of big NBA games. He's been the fashion model. He's been down the catwalk modelling G-Star clothes with Liv Tyler. Uh, he was even going to uh, appear in um, appear in the latest Star Trek movie, but they couldn't quite get the visa organised in time. <laughs> Whereas Caruana's very much, you know, much more quieter, reserved. Deep, you can tell he's deeply analytical in every aspect of his personality, and he's much more the, tr- the more traditional type, but uh, Carlton is fantastic for the game. You mentioned the preparation, and there's a bit of a sort of bit of intrigue, wasn't there? The, a clip appeared on YouTube, uh, sort of revealing the secrets of Caruana's preparation. And don't this know, was astonishing. Yeah. Okay. There, there are only two explanations for this. One, mm-hmm. it was a really subtle piece of uh, disinformation slash fake chess news from Caruana. Or two, it was incredibly stupid of his team to uh, to allow that to be released. But yeah, what the video showed was basically um, Caruana with his, some of his analysts, uh, three or four of them all looking at uh, what's known as chess openings, the way that you begin the game, which is the most important part of it uh, in, in the World Championships in many ways. And it, it actually had some screenshots of his laptops showing the different openings that he was actually thinking about doing. Now, that kind of information is absolute gold dust. You would never give away what kind of openings you're going to play because, you know, it could be one of about 500 different things. And if, if your opponent can narrow it down, 
then he can start preparing for you in a far more detailed way with his computers um, than he could before. So it was either disinformation or incredibly stupid. Do these two get on? It seems over the years of these great chess battles in world championships, there's always been a bit of animosity between the players. They've been the ones that we've always remembered over the years. So how do these two get on together? Yeah, there won't be any kicking under the table like we had in the old Cold War battles with Kortnoy <laughs> and, and Spassky and all that kind of stuff when things got really, really nasty. I mean, these two, I wouldn't say they're friends. They're more colleagues and they've got perfectly, you know, sensible, what I would call sporting relations. Mm. Uh, so I don't, I don't expect any violence to break out at any point except on the chess board. At Channel 4, one, I remember one world championship, it was, I think it was Nigel Short, wasn't it? 1993, that's right. Yeah, they, they yeah. showed it, didn't they? And it was, it was quite good television, but it's, I don't think there's any coverage of it this time, is there, other than probably, it's on, probably online, online I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, it has an absolutely huge following online. I mean, one of, one of the tournaments that I run, I run um, the London Chess Classic every year, which is one of the world's most prestigious tournaments. You know, we had two million people tuning in. Wow. Um, I mean, not simultaneously, obviously, all the servers would have just exploded. But, you know, it, it, there, there are uh, millions of people tuning into live chess. It's a real shame that it doesn't get on television here. I think when, when television was fragmented, um, it was very difficult, uh, you know, as a, as a chess body in the English Chess Federation, it was real hard to know who to approach. And I think what television people haven't appreciated now is that you can present chess so much better. I mean, li- literally, you know when Magnus Carlsen's made a stupid move before he does, because you can telestrate the board, you can have the computer on analysing the position in real time. And so if Carlsen plays an incredibly bad move, then you, we have this little bar next to the board, and the bar literally moves. So if it's halfway up, the position's equal. If it goes down, black's winning. If it goes up, white's winning. And you, you can see in real time what's actually going on in the game and, and telestrate the moves of the pieces and make chess accessible to people who don't even play. Sounds good. How, how would you access that? Where, where, is there a sort of world championship website? Yeah, so there's lot, there are lots of places where you can watch it online. There's worldchess.com. Uh, chess24 is excellent. They've got a couple of top, top Russians commentating. And also chess.com. Those, I'd say, are, are kind of the three main ones that are doing okay. it. Uh, I'm, I'm even showing it in London, actually. I don't know. I've, uh, I've, I've got a chess shop here on Baker Street, and we're also some people are walking in just to watch it live. Um, <laughs> you know, so we, we've got someone commentating on the games here as well. So there's no end of ways you can look at you can look at the game. And finally, it's a it's a 12 game series, so it's just like first to seven, basically. Yeah, first to six and a half because you get half for a draw. Right. So if it ends eleven win, uh, if it ends eleven draws and one win, it'd be six and a half, five and a half, and it's two two at the moment with eight to play. If it's six six, then they have speed chess tiebreak. So you get the three forms of chess, a bit like cricket, you know, um, like a penalty shootout. I mean, the chess. Exactly. We we even have an Armageddon game. If all the speed chess is still ends in a draw, Mm. we have this thing that we call the Armageddon game, where one guy gets five minutes on the clock, the other guy gets four minutes on the clock, but the player who moves first with the white pieces has to win the game. So you've got to have a winner no matter what. And if all else fails, paper, scissors, stone. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's it. Cheers, Malcolm. Thanks very much. Cheers. There we are. Everything you want to know about the World Chess Championship. Did you ever watch it when it was on, on Channel I remember when Nigel Short was a bit yeah, of a star over here, wasn't it? was quite it? exciting. I mean, you know, obviously had to have a lot of it explained. Well, we know, uh, we know uh, Trent, he'll be watching it, won't he, in the England camp ahead of yeah, the game tomorrow. He'll be, he'll be glued to worldchess.com yeah. watching it, as it's his old mucker that he played and just lost out to recently. But there we are. Um, it's uh, Hawksby and Jacobs here. It's International Week, of course, yeah. giving us a little window to do the chess. Well, fair enough. Although tomorrow we hand over the, the network, I think it's fair to say, 
to uh, one Wayne Rooney. Having said that, we've got some great guests coming in tomorrow. Yeah. We've got a top lineup for you. But um, including uh, the biographer, the official biographer of Wayne Rooney's seminal work, Rooney Tunes, is available uh, on Amazon for 45p plus £2 postage and packing. It is, of course, one Michael Parry. And he will be here. I'm taking the book home tonight to have a good read, to refresh myself. <laughs> and maybe we'll get a reading. We'll go for a reading. It's always good, that, isn't it? Do we'll re- get Mike, to, Mike to do a, a reading from yeah, a bit of the book. I'll find a, a nice I- passage That's a good for idea, actually. So, do the first chapter where it's all about Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also going to ask him the... His, his dedication for the book is quite interesting. <laughs> yes. There's two people we wouldn't necessarily put together. But anyway, Mike will be here. Mm. Uh, we'll have some great Wayne Rooney clips from over the years as well. As we salute. Uh, we, look, we might as well embrace it. Everybody's moaned about it. Let's embrace it now, shall we? It's happening. So let's salute Wayne Rooney in his uh, final game in an England shirt. We'll be doing that tomorrow from one. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The big news of the day. Oh, yeah. This courtesy of uh, Graham Beecroft and Mark Nicholas is... Yukanovich! Yes, and replaced by Claudio Ranieri. The show isn't just slung together. No, yeah, that's it. The, beautiful the production by the production uh, team. Sensational. Um, did mm. you see that... Uh, what was I going to say here? I got deflected. <laughs> I didn't know. You got no, deflected, you didn't, did Yes, you? absolutely. Really? Uh, oh, yes, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, happy birthday to uh, Prince Charles, of course. Oh, OK. The yeah, photo. you were doing there. Oh, yes, yeah, all right. I am. You've yes. met him, of course. Oh, I've met him, yeah. <laughs> 
Once had the day off, folks. Had the day off. Lost a day's pay. Had a day off to stand in a circle of people about four foot from him. Yeah. Not say anything to him, not be addressed by him, but yeah. just to hang on his every word. That's right. At a dry stone walling event. That's right. My mate won dry, stro- dry, strone, dry, dry stone waller of the year. Did he really? Yes. Yeah, so got a lot of call for that round Chiswick way. Well, you? it wasn't in Chiswick. It was in near Highgrove. Oh, OK. Where, where, enough, he, right. where he lives, of course. So, uh, yes, so uh, that was good. And he was there. And uh, but I didn't I didn't I sort of wanted to speak to him. But I, just, I bottled it really. Actually, what's the opener? What's know, the first? What right. He was talking about that today. I he know, was saying when he first say. linked up with England and there was Gazza and all these England boys, Lineker and all these boys he'd watched. Yeah. It, what's the opener? What'd you come in with? No say because it's difficult, isn't it? All right, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the listeners can help us. Maybe yeah. you made a bit of a burke yourself. Um, when you're in the company of someone, you knew the first impression was important. All you wanted to do was say the right thing to that person when you met them. And it went a bit pear-shaped. Let us know. Because uh, all right, Chuck, I think, wouldn't have gone down too well, would it? No, I so, always like it, though, when they do the captioning of the photos. And they, it was a lovely photo. But hmm. they, they sort of isolated the photo of the new baby, Louis. Oh, yeah. And they said, chubby cheeks. And, yeah, he's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want him to have? Exactly. They didn't say looks a bit like Winston Churchill, did they? <laughs> no, they didn't. You've got nowhere to go with that, they, have you? They didn't bother with that at all. And uh, so never mind about that. And I also, this, this letter to the son as well. Oh, OK, yeah. Which, which was fascinating, mm. really. I mean, about Raheem Sterling. It says, uh, Manchester United and others whinge about Raheem Sterling's stepovers being wrong and immoral. Who <laughs> said they were immoral? Immoral. I don't think they were immoral. Anyway, he doesn't. I, I didn't have a problem with it, did I you? I didn't have a problem with I it I mean, at all. you know. Players showboat all the time. What's the difference between that and kind of get, cutting the ear to the opposition yeah, fans? So I'm, not, I'm not sure. Sometimes Pep helps when he has one of his, you know, end of the match sort of lectures to the players, yeah. you know, sort of clearly telling him off. You know, so um, yeah, you're, you've been incredibly strong today, Andy, uh, because there yeah. is, we had bad news earlier on today. Um, a close member of your your son, effectively Spud, your adopted <laughs> son, Hard. Spud. He's um, gone missing. He's gone missing. He, um, this is, um, we, last time we did What's in Andy's Bag, we discovered he carries around a potato, that's right, a potato, <laughs> with a happy face on one side. And yeah. uh, I, mean, I don't know if Gary Bloom's listening to this, because that's a good two-hour show, <laughs> really, I'd say for you, one, Honestly, one Sunday night, no, Gary. Gary. <laughs> but um, try and delve into it from a psychological point of view. Who carries a potato around with a happy yeah, face a and a of, sad face a on the other fun. side? It was a sort of it was a pri- It started as a private joke between yeah. the, all of us here on H and J. But you got quite you got quite attached <laughs> I saw, to him. I sort of yeah, and I sort of launched it publicly. And uh, so we've now sent I out. I hadn't now. We've now sent out a, a wanted poster. If you, if you <laughs> oh. see a potato. Um, uh, looking I've very much. Him. Like I don't know that. what happened to him. He, he he was starting to go on the turn though. He, he was, <laughs> but he's a bit like David Bowie. He reinvents himself after six months, doesn't he? Um, it's um, he's been spud napped. That's what the producers asked me to call it. The reward, of course, is one seventy-five. <laughs> of course, it is. He enjoys uh, cricket and train rides from Chiswick to Waterloo. <laughs> he does. He is it. an only child. Uh, and he's six months old and he's male and he's a two-faced potato. Well, there you he, are. I am. So, um, yeah, so if you do spot him out there, I can't see how he's... Who's, no one's nicked him out your bag. I don't know what happened. He must have fallen out of my bag. Really? I mean, that would be a bit of a shock <laughs> to someone. Somebody found that. Somebody said, excuse me, mate, you've dropped this potato <laughs> with, with a, face on it. a happy and a sad face on either side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'll explain that uh, one now, I got an email uh, yesterday from uh, an old school friend. Oh, okay. I went to a mixed school. 
which made, did you really yeah which is why i'm so in touch with my feminine side yeah that's great yeah. and uh, and I, I knew it was i had you down i had you down as a, a kind of a, a proper old boy school <laughs> I know, Sorry, yeah, you know. exactly. He said, being held in front of the fire by your arms, pinned back by the, <laughs> yeah, the big boys, yeah. Flashman. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hi, Jakes, it said. Cause Jakes? That's, that's what I was, that was my nickname at school. Hi, uh, Jakes. I'm not bringing that back. I know, I don't want you to. So, uh, but anyway, you'll like this because it's yeah. from it's from Linda. Linda, I used to know her as Linda Day. I went to school with her. Yeah. And her sister, Sue, is a Spurs fan. Yeah. And I don't normally do this, but she said it's her birthday on Thursday. Yeah. And uh, would I say uh, hello? You've gone a day early, so Wednesday. Well, you know, I know. <laughs> what can you do? Sue's going to be gutted. <laughs> well, she, she, she she, she, you look, had one look, job, the fact, Andy. The fact that I actually remembered to do it at all is an absolute miracle. So <laughs> be happy You're going to do it again tomorrow? Yeah. Well, what? happy birthday for tomorrow. Is that what oh, you're well, saying? Well, I could do, yeah. They're, they're all going for a spa day. I so think. did you... Okay, Really? Come on, you spas. Sue Day's having a spa day. <laughs> exactly. What, um, uh, did you catch up? What's been going on in her life? Well, not Linda? really. She's still friendly with the other people at school. And yeah. so had I... Give us some of the names you're still friendly with. Andy. She's still friendly with Kim and Sharon. Oh, and Kim and Sharon. And that's right. I had a and Kim and Sharon me, at have, my school. Have you seen Habs? That's Dave Haberly, who listens to the show. He's yeah. a big Arsenal fan. So I'm sensing this is a, it's all a bit in, this, Well, it? it probably is. You know, that's why I said it's international. <laughs> this, I wouldn't normally do I don't do know this. any of these people. What <laughs> chance have the audience got? <laughs> yeah, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a T20 birthday spread, if you'd like. OK, does it involve an ex-class member of yours? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> OK, it fair enough. I've got a chance. A, I think he's an actor. Let's see yeah. what does he do. Oh, no, he's a children's author. He wrote Riverboy in 1997. Oh, yeah. It's a very happy birthday to Tim Bowler. Tim and, Tim Bowler, okay. Yeah, I went to a fete with him, actually, to see his brother Tom, who'd organised the raffle. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was well worth it. I'd say <laughs> Tim Bowler's 67. <laughs> if I was Tim's parents, I would have called him Tom, wouldn't you? You'd have to. If your name's Bowler, you'd yeah. have to call his son Tom. I think there is a Tom Bowler out there, isn't there? I think there already is. Is there? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, I'd imagine there is a Thomas Bowler. Yeah, no, there is. There's definitely Bowling a Bowler. Anyway, how old is he? I, 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 I said 67. Oh, not bad. He's 65. Oh, okay. Well, I did the business there then, didn't I? <laughs> that was almost like a T10, that one. Um, has Spud been microchipped? Come on. <laughs> By the good people at McCain's. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you do lose him, they can just microchip him, can't they? Yeah. We're slightly worried he's going to be turned into microchips. Although, as we said, he had gone a bit green. Now, the his hair we... had sprouted. Something was sprouting he out was the top of his head. great. You have to... Yeah, I'm on. He was Sprud three. I'll have to buy. An, I'll have to buy a new yeah. potato. Yeah, you are. Just that's what I mean. The yeah. thing is, you can just replace him. Well, they you? are quite easily replaceable. Although I do get attached to them. I'm sure you do. They get attached to your bag as well as they start to go a bit mulchy. Yeah. We do what's in Andy's bag now oh, and again yeah. because I can't think why someone came in to hmm. the studio about two months ago and gave us a sweet. I don't know why they gave us a sweet. They gave us this little chocolate Ferrero Rocher type yeah. sweet. And of course, I ate it. You know, that's what you do with sweets. Give it to you. I ate it. And Andy's not well, right to it. I took two. I ate one. And oh, okay. Fair put, enough. Put one in my bag. So this thing came out the day it was all kind of dissolved <laughs> and crushed in the bag. And of course, what's in Andy's bag? A two month old sweet, amongst other things, but not a potato. So no. if you do see it, uh, do let us know. Uh, uh, anything, uh, what we got here? Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Ben, um, the Arsenal fan in Marlowe, says, let's hope it wasn't a surprise spa day for Sue. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> Sorry, Sue, if I've uh, 
Well, there, ruined yeah, it for you. Yeah, poor old Sue Linda. She's going to say, yeah, well done, Andy. This is your, no, well done, Jakes. Yeah, Jakes. She's going to say. This is another one of your Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> moments. We're going to I've ruined the whole thing. Sue Funkhauser in tears. And have been floods of, you've ruined, you've ruined their day. You've ruined their day. I know. Yeah. I didn't go to school with them, but a very, I wish them very well. Okay. Mr. R.J.G. Morrison Outwater <laughs> and the Honourable... H.R.E. Palmer, and they just got engaged. R.J.G. Outwater. Yeah, R.J.G. Morrison Outwater. Really? And the Honourable H.R.E. Palmer. So that's incredible, isn't it? It won't be a pay bar, obviously. Imagine that. It won't be one of those where they'll put like a gram behind the bar, but as soon as I turn up, <laughs> it's, finished. It's, it's finished. It's run out. Always seems to happen, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that's the way it goes. Fantastic. Well, I had a grand. I can't see where it's all gone. Then you see someone's nan drinking Petrus with Cristiano Ronaldo. Then you see where it all went, don't you? It's true. And... Uh... Grand wouldn't last as long as they were doing Petrus. And uh, it's not strictly My grand sport, used to drink it? petrol, I think, if I remember <laughs> rightly. But there was a war on, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's a tea story, this, isn't it? No, I think we're done now, Andy. Oh, I, You've, yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm exhausted just I'm listening exhausted. to you. I don't yeah, know how no, the listeners no feel. I'm going to need to lie down. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, we've got an APB out. If you yeah. do see Spud... He, he was spotted, though. If you go well, Sp- Yeah, Spud, he was, in, he was in the Commons, wasn't he? He was, behind Theresa May. Yeah, so he's obviously gone for a little day at uh, well, you know. for PMQs, hasn't he? Anyway, um, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. We've got some great guests. Daley Thompson, Roy Walker, Jeff Thomas, Mike Parry. Uh, loads. Loads coming in. Uh, and lots more besides. And clips. Some Wayne Rooney clips to celebrate his return to the England squad. Until then, have a fine evening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.